Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News. Boo-hoo, I'm just crying over here because that's the last time I'm going to play that theme because Max is leaving. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be in the very, very capable hands of Caleb Francis. No doubt about that, yeah, but um, we've really enjoyed having... I say we, of course it's me. Really enjoyed having you as part of the breakfast program, Max. I know you're moving on from the Shepherd and News and our community will be so much poorer without you. It's, you know, there's still two months left. I'm still... Um, yeah, still around for a bit The long, long but goodbye. But the long goodbye, it's, um, yeah, it's very sad. Very sad. Yeah, but on to brighter, bigger, I don't know, other things anyway. Other things, yes. And good luck with that and thank you for all you've done to keep us up to date while you have been here. Speaking of which, what are you going to tell us about this week, Max? Well, what have been, been a, the big things? There's been a lot, as, as, as I say every week. You there's do. been a lot happening this week, Terry. Um there's been what? What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with some some sad news, some some more happy news, some sport? I know you love your sport. Start with sport. Get, get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. So the GBL um, is back this week. Um, we've had a few other leagues around the region, a few other sports around the region kick off the last few weeks, like your beloved Gators. Um, They're my beloved been, Gators, are they? More like my son's beloved Gators. Well, Not so much my beloved Gators. You, you've you've spoken glowingly about the Gators <laughs> um, many a time. Better go um, and see a game. <laughs> Seen one for a little while. <laughs> um, so yeah, the GBL is back this week. Um, so there's plenty of stuff. Um, you know, there'll be plenty of stuff in tomorrow's paper. There will be a paper tomorrow, um, despite being Good Friday. You know, talking about you know who, who's doing what, who's looking good with, with some predictions and whatnot. Um, but um, one of our new or one of our new sports reporters has come across from the River in Herald, Branson Gibson, has uh, has put a bit on the line. He's doing kind of a, a little bit of. Um, a little bit of, you know, punting each way to to get some engagement up. And he's saying that if the Swans beat Marupna on the weekend, he will wash the cars of the five best players for the Swans. <laughs> and some people are saying he'll be doing exactly that. So, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit closer. Last week he said that if Rumbralara beat Daniloquin, he'd wash the jumpers for the entire Rumba side and they were beaten by 150 points. So he didn't quite have that one, but there's a bit, this one's a bit closer, a bit more of a chance of this happening. Uh, speaking um, of the GVL, um, Run FM is broadcasting on Saturday. Of course, we it, it's almost like, feels like a Friday because you're here, but of course it's a public holiday tomorrow, so we got you in a day early. Good Friday tomorrow, we're talking about Saturday. Yep. Uh, Go Tave Goulburn Valley League Football Round 1. We will be broadcasting Rochester versus Kyabram from Moon Oval. Is that right? That's, it sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> Moon Oval, Rochester. So that's what we'll be doing on Saturday from 1pm. So definitely tune in for that. Speaking of football. Speaking of football, indeed. Um, yeah, 1FM's coverage is always wonderful and great to listen to. Um, and it's nice to see that they'll be back playing in Rochi considering... You know how badly yes. they were hit by the floods last year, so that'll be a, a really good news story there. Yeah. Um, and speaking of good news stories, um, we had one this week. Uh, speaking to the Whitlock twins, um, Matt and Jack, who debuted for the Murray Bush Rangers. They're in their underage year, so they're not looking to get drafted at the end of this year, but the end of next year. Um, but you know, so they're still sixteen or seventeen, but they're one hundred ninety-five centimeters. The two of them each. What's that in the old? Very tall in the old. <laughs> 
I'm going to look it up six, while you keep talking. Six four, six five. But anyway, it's just a really nice piece in the paper today by Zach Standish, um, just talking to them and you know how they've found, you know, looking ahead into this year and how they've found the last couple of years with COVID and it's um, yeah, just a really nice piece. So it's only six three. No, no. Did you say one hundred ninety five? Yeah. Six four. Six four. So probably yeah. about the size of my my offspring. <laughs> Just not that about. tall, not that tall in my family, but yes, yeah. good height for a footballer. Good height for a footballer, definitely. Yes. And there's two of them, amazing. There's two of them, <laughs> yep. So yeah, really nice piece. I'd, I'd recommend anyone who's keen on their footy to check it out. On the back page today? It is on the back page today, mm-hmm. yes. Um, moving away from sport now. <laughs> moving away from sport. Well, we'll move to some sadder news. Um, with There are two fires in the region this week, or a couple of fires, but two, two big ones. One that burnt down the Kai West pub. Mm. Uh, which was really sad um, to see, you know, it's such a, um, you know important part of the community out there and, um, you know, that's you know, certainly not the news anyone wanted to wake up to uh, when it happened. But then later this week, somebody's come into the shed, which was the only thing left, and pinched a few bits and bobs out of the yeah. shed. So there was a generator and a few other, basically the only other things that always they had of value. An, always an opportunist there somewhere, isn't which there? Which is, um, yeah, really, really sad and really, you know, just, just awful for everyone involved. So I think, as as described in the Shepherd and News, a kick in the guts. A kick in the guts, exactly. Mm. So yeah, that's certainly no good. And there was a, a house fire in Shepherd and yesterday um, along the Merca Road, which you know, like a, a family home's been completely gutted. Which is, you know, again, a, I can only imagine a kick in the guts for that family there. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, your story in today's paper didn't say. Is it? Do you know if it's suspicious or what the circumstances are? We weren't able to get many details out mm. of firefighters at the time because they were rather busy putting the fire out. <laughs> Fair um, enough. And we tend not to go up as they're holding the hose and just go, oh, just tap on the shoulder and say, oh, excuse me, can you just Priorities. stop that for a second and, <laughs> and tell us what's going on? So um, we'll chase that up today and find a bit more. I, I. Yeah, I don't know. Because I went past it about that spot at about six thirty p.m. last night, and they were still all there, mm. yeah. trying to deal with it. Yeah, it was. Um, there was there was quite a lot of fire, and driving past it this morning, it was it was completely gutted. Mm. It, it looked yeah, not good, not good at all. So that's sad. It happens a lot. It does. Well, I th- you think about how easy it is for just I you guess. know something you know something to fall over or a gas stove to get too engulfed or you know. It's, a million different things that could but be But no done, one was so. hurt, so that's the main thing. No, I believe no one, there weren't any people hurt. So um, that's good news there, as, as good as can be. Um, and there was another story we had this week on the front page by Kelly Carmody talking to a resident in Tatura who had a house pretty much blown apart by that storm a couple of weeks ago, um, which is kind of incredible that, um, you know, it can happen to just kind of one one home where it's con- almost a mini tornado just mm. tore the house apart. Whereas the rest of Tatura was was hit by some high winds and some storm and hail and whatnot, but certainly not for the the extent that uh, Kerry Hickey's home was um, was torn apart. Such bad luck, you'd think. Just, why why my house when you know the house down the road's fine? Yeah, it just, it's one of those things that feels like an act of God almost, yeah. where um, you know just kind of came in, just uh, you know this partic- this house in particular <laughs> can just um, face the wrath, and you know um, Kelly spoke to. Um, Kelly spoke to Kerry and, you know, spoke about what, what she felt like and, and what the clean-up looks like. And, you know, she spent three years renovating the house and was just mm. about done. And oh, no. then she's, you know, outside in the backyard with the dog and the house starts falling apart and she has to run into the shed. And, um, yeah, just a, a 
you know, really, it's a bit of a full-on read, but it is it is a good one. Yeah, that was a couple of Thursdays ago, and I mm. remember reading the weather report on that day, and there was no foreshadowing of something like that coming. No. I mean, it obviously was foreshadowed later in the day, but I, I don't know. How can they not know when something that traumatic is I, coming? I, I'm not a meteorologist, so I no, certainly wouldn't be able to answer the question. I, I guess weather can be a bit wild sometimes, and mm. I certainly wouldn't want to be predicting it, but you'd also, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I felt like a bit of... I came in the next day and said, like, sorry I didn't warn you about that, but the Bureau was not saying anything about it during the morning. No. Mm. No, it was only kind of mid-afternoon where you started getting the alerts going, yep. oh, hello, just heads up. Yep. Um, Hail, etc. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and then there's another story, uh, well, two more stories to finish on, so one of them being the... Um, the tennis courts at Kayla West, which you'd be reasonably familiar with. I am familiar with that area. I don't know that I've ever played tennis there, to be honest. But it is, yeah. a, it is, it's you know, tennis courts used for other things. It's definitely a community resource there. Yeah, um, and yeah, there's certainly a lot of people, um, you know, very supportive of those tennis courts remaining for community use. As evident, there was a piece in the paper this week from Jay Bryce talking about um, the fact that the uh, there's a chance the courts can be taken might be taken out of community hands. Um, and well, not taken out of community hands per se, but given to a, a the RC group, the Remote Control Car, Car Club group in Shep, which would kind of end their life as tennis courts. It's it's a little bit unclear. Council weren't entirely clear about um, what they would be proposing or how it would go about. And even if it's been ticked off yet, the council were kind of a bit they're obfuscating a bit about what was actually happening. Um, but you know, from what community members had heard and seen. Um, on planning alerts and stuff that had popped up that they, they wouldn't have access to tennis courts and there were some there. There was one gentleman down there who um, had been one of the ones to build the tennis courts. Mm, Lou Tuckett, um, yeah. Yeah, and just kind of talking about, you know, we, we wanted this to be for the community and to not have any say or any real heads up was kind of something they were pretty disappointed by. So Yeah, I don't quite understand how that worked because, yes, we just... Uh, I'm a member of that community, obviously, and, yeah, it, it, we didn't hear anything about it. We weren't consulted. Mm. So maybe the consult, consultation was coming later in the process. I don't know. But it's certainly caught everyone un, unawares. Mm. And as it turns out, the community really does value that resource, even if it doesn't. there might not be someone playing tennis on, them every, on the courts every day. Mm. But it is definitely a valued community resource. And we don't have much out there. No, no <laughs> we no don't have no shops there. or any other facilities. It's just the recreation reserve, really, and houses. Mm. So hmm, there you yeah. go. Um, so, but yeah, you know, the, the model car club, you know, they, sh- they should be allowed to go somewhere. Yeah. So hopefully, um, you know, there can be some solution for them as well. Mm, if there's like a, you know, if you, you could hopefully think that they might be able to coexist, where yeah. you know that you know doesn't involve ripping up the courts or, yep. or retrofitting the courts. So I mean, I certainly, you know, watch this space. Yeah, we'll. Um, no, no doubt, be following that one for a little while. And then down into Tura this week, um, Australia's Greatest Horsewoman mm. competition was on. Yeah, that looked interesting. Um, yeah, which I, I didn't realise at all. I didn't know it was anything about it, never heard of it before. Um, but then Gemma Archibald and Megan Fisher went out and took a lot of great photos and had a chat to a few people. And Yes, I um, saw Gemma uh, did something on TikTok. She interviewed a lot of animals who had not very much to say. It no, was, they, was, were, they were quite rude, quite difficult to interview. Very um, cute little video on TikTok. If you 
Um, if you do have access to the TikTok app, check out Shep News on TikTok. There's some very cute little videos on there. Yes, our, our three young cadets have all been kind of let loose on, on the platform. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> they're, they're, they look like they're having fun. Yeah. And, you know, it's great. It's, you know, good content. And I'm, I'm too old. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, washed sure, up. Max. I'm over the hill. Yeah, sure. Um, but, yeah, it is a good way to reach that younger audience, that's for sure, because yeah. uh, yeah, they're not known for reading, you know, things on paper, that young generation, aren't they? <laughs> Got to get them. Um, got to get them into it. Yeah, and you know they're they're a bit of fun. But yeah, Jembe interviewed a bunch of animals and <laughs> um, very funny, very cute. And then you know there's the story and a, a bunch of really amazing photos from Megan Fisher. So who is paper. Australia's greatest horsewoman? That's do you a know? Good question. I don't know <laughs> off the top of my head. Well, no. it's on the front page today, so it's, check it out today. There's a wonderful photo on the front. There's a, a lot of photos inside. Go have. A gander. Or, of course, on shepnews.com.au. I'm always amazed when I go onto your website how much more content there is on there because, of course, the paper's only so big and you can't fit everything in every day. So if you want to be really up to date, you do what I do and you subscribe, you get your copy at home, but then you've also got access to the website and the app. So you're actually getting um, updated in real time of things that are happening. Yep, and the the app, we've got push notifications if you want to stay across, you know, what's happening um, you know, up to the minute. As it happened, we'll, yep. um, You know, we push those those across pretty frequently and obviously on a lot of social media platforms as well. So, um, yes. yes, that online support is very important and we do appreciate it. Yep, keep up to date with the ship news, no doubt, and a new issue out today. And do you publish tomorrow? Because we do. Okay. We publish tomorrow. We publish on Monday. Okay. Um, it used to so be a thing that that was the day, the one-day newspapers didn't publish, but... That's probably changed. That's probably an old-fashioned idea. No, we've all got the day off, which is a rarity. Um, We normally work public holidays, but Good Friday and Christmas Day are the two days we we have to have off. Um, But there is a paper out, and there'll be a paper out on Monday. Um, So, yeah, keep your eyes. Grab a copy. Well, it'll be good to get today's and or tomorrow's, I'm not sure, so you can see all the different events that are happening that you might want to take part in over the weekend if you're staying here. Yeah, there's a a big wrap in tomorrow's paper of what's happening around the region, and then in today's paper we've got a lot of information in that we've got obviously billboards which come out every week, but we've also got um, a wrap of the the church service times for Good Friday for across the long weekend. So um, plenty happening in the paper and plenty happening online. Absolutely. All right. Thank you very much, Max. And I won't say that we'll see you again soon because we won't see you again soon here. Thank you again for all you've contributed to the breakfast program and keeping us all up to date. And we wish you all the best for the future. Been a pleasure, Terry. Thank you.